0: Thanks for listening to this podcast from Christ Church of Orinoco. Our hope is that it would help you discover completeness in Jesus. Now for this week's teaching. It was about this dark where they were. In fact, there was probably no light at all. If anything, you can maybe see the outline of a shadow against the wall, but chances were good that Paul and Silas couldn't see anything. Couldn't see their own hand in front of their own face. In this dark dungeon because they were in prison. And it was pretty dumb why they were there. They were just telling people about Jesus. In fact, they, they cast a demon out of a little girl. And the people that were making money off of that little girl and taking advantage of her didn't like that very much. And so they used their power to then get them sent to jail. So there they sat in this cold, dark prison cell. And it's not how you and I would think of a prison cell today like something we would see on TV. It was this stone room in the ground. No light, no fresh air, no warmth. And not to mention, before they had been thrown into this cell, they had been beaten to the point of near death with wooden rods. you would have not survived. And there they sat with their feet locked up, probably their hands as well, as the blood rushed from out of their limbs and into their heart in this cold, dark. And the prison cell, it didn't smell good because it was crowded with other prisoners. In fact, it was so crowded that you probably couldn't even lay down. You could... Barely stand to just sit. And because it was in the ground, the air was heavy. And the longer they were in there, the thicker the air got to the point where the air you were breathing, the very air in your lungs, was the same air that you were choking on because you were not going to get any fresh air. And there they sat in the cold, in the dark. And in this thick air, in this darkness, there was a deafening silence. The other prisoners, even in this crowded room, they were alone. It was quiet, it was dark, and they were alone. And maybe you know what this is like. Sure, you're not actually in prison, but you know what it's like to feel sick, suffering, chained up in this prison of your own making. And all you want to do is scream out to release. This tension that you feel within yourself, but when you scream, you find that there is not a sound coming out. And you're lost in this dark. And it might not look like you're lost because you're real good at hiding it. In fact, you're the best at hiding it. Nobody can hide what you know like you can. And so, on the surface, it looks great. Life is good. But deep down, you know that there is this sickness, there is this darkness that is destroying you. And so you're lost in this dark. You're wandering around, getting more scared and more scared as time goes because you're realizing that the things that you thought would give you peace and purpose have failed you. Social media, relationships, teams, video games, your own achievements, whatever it may be, failed. And you found yourself more lost than ever. You've tried to make a flashlight in this dark, searching for, for light, a source of light through these, all of these different things, but you've actually just been trying to make a flashlight out of busted batteries and broken bulbs, and you're lost more than ever. What do you do? Where do I go? What do I do? What do I say? What do I do? Help help. James, the brother of Jesus who we've been studying these last few weeks, he was alive and he was doing ministry freely the very same time that Paul and Silas were in prison, the exact same moment. And he wrote the end of his letter, he pleaded, he urged his audience, that whatever happens in their life, whatever circumstance they are facing, that their first response, no matter what, should be to turn to God. He argues that that prayer and confession bring about healing for those that are in Jesus. That prayer is powerful and it works. He argues He says this. He says, Are you sick? Pray. Are you excited? Pray. Are you weary? Pray. Are you suffering? Pray. Turn to God. He says, Bring your sin to God through prayer. And if you are in Jesus, if you say that Jesus is your Lord and your Savior and you're following Him daily with your life, it's it's more than just coming to church for two hours per week. If you say that, then no, you might not have confessed your sin, and you might be scared by that. So your sin might not be confessed, but I can assure you that it is forgiven. So what does this mean for you? It means that you don't need to hide, that you don't have to keep on this mask, you don't have to act tough in front of your friends. You don't have to, to try and cover up who you think you are by these cool accomplishments but how many people you can date or how good you are at sports. We see right through it. Nobody wants that. It means you don't need to hide because God sees your sin. In fact, the Bible says that in the very moment that you were sinning, Jesus died for you. Think about that. That sin that you do, that you don't want anyone else to know about, Jesus knows and that's when he died for you, when you were doing it. So you're covered by the cross of Jesus. When you lay your sin at the feet of Jesus, you are for the first time in your life laying your sin at the feet of someone who can handle it. So what does this mean? It means let go of your pride and hate your sin, but don't hate yourself. And let God transform you through confession and through communication with him through prayer and through his word. Now you might say, but but I don't want I don't want to pray pray with or for for that that person cuz I just don't want to and and besides if I if I confess to them that thing that I'm ashamed of, then they're gonna know. And I can't have I can't I can't have anyone knowing that. No, it would it would be too bad. But but it would probably be good to to give it to tell somebody because it, it does add a lot of stress and I do get anxious a lot about people not knowing this, but no, no, the darkness would be easier, and and besides, if I say that, if I tell people that, then I might lose friends, and friends, how many friends I have, that's, that's who I am, and I can't lose my friends, but man, man, it would be good, might be good to bring it to God, and to tell, tell my leader about it, tell my friends about it, because man, it's, it's eating me up, but no, no, I'm, I'm going to stick with this because I, I've handled it so far and I, I can do it and I can stay in this darkness. How is that going for you? It was late now. It was about midnight. And it was quiet because people were sleeping. And out of the quiet came a cry, too, actually. And it wasn't a cry of complaining or a cry of anguish because people were in pain as they were chained up. But it was a cry of of prayer and singing. I will hasten and not delay to obey your commands, O God. Though the wicked bind me with ropes, I will not forget your law. At midnight I rise to give you thanks for your righteous laws. Paul and Silas in this dark prison, were singing and praying to God. And so as they were singing and praying, some people began to wake up because you wake up when someone's singing right in your ear. And so they sat in this dark dungeon, some singing, some praying, others listening, as the presence of God filled the room. And then all of a sudden, this, this great shaking of the earth began to happen. And all of a sudden, the very walls around the prison began to crumble, and the dust began to fall on the prisoners' heads as the foundations of the prison were broken down. Walls came down, the prison doors flew open, the chains came off of them as though they were made of paper. God had set them free. Are you free? Because the journey from light, from dark to light, is not one you can make on your own. If you bank on your own success, your own strength, your own guidance, you're going to fail. And most of you have maybe seen that already. James and Paul lay out the path from the dark to the light prayer, confession, and praise. So pray to God. Confess your sin to Him. Step into the light. Ask for and receive forgiveness. Shine your light. Step into the light. Now you might say, "Man, I I can't do that." You don't know. You don't know what I know. You don't know what I know. You don't know what has happened to me. You don't know what I've done to other people. You don't know. No. Listen to me. You're wrong. I love you. You're wrong. James references this guy named Elijah from the Old Testament. This man who was this this amazing prophet that God did amazing things through. He called down fire from heaven. He prayed for rain to stop, and it did. And then he prayed again for it to start, and it started. And then he ran away from what God wanted him to do, and he hid in a cave. He sinned, and he needed God every day of his life, just like Paul, just like James, just like me, just like you, just like you, just like you. You need God. Don't depend on your own strength. Let us not pretend to be more than we are. You can depend on your own strength all you want, but the chains that you feel as though are on you are probably on you because of your own strength. It didn't work. Jesus broke your chains. If you believe in him and you say he's your Lord and your Savior and you're following him with your life, then he broke your chains, so stop putting them back on. Confess, pray, praise, repent. James chapter one says this: Let us just not let us not be just hearers, or hearers of the word, but also doers. So that's what we're going to do right now. And Scripture says to pray and to confess and to praise God. We pray and we confess and we praise God. So, we're going to sing songs to God. We're going to pray to God. We're going to confess our sin to God. And we're going to confess our sin to our brothers and sisters. Your leaders are around you. There are prayer cards in the back. Don't leave this room without. Leave this room free. I'm not just saying confess for confession's sake. Confess it. Lay it at the feet of Jesus. Put it into the tomb that Jesus walked out of and leave the room free. Let the chains go. If you don't have anything to confess, then don't confess. But bring it to God. Or pray. And pray for your brothers and sisters in this room that are afraid because some of you some of you have some stuff some of you have some stuff that you need to tell somebody about that you need to bring to God some of you have been hurt and some of you have hurt others and some of you have hurt yourself don't let these things go unsaid untold so in a moment the bane is going to come back out We're going to go into a time of worship. And you're going to be able to do these things. Be respectful of those around you. Let them do what they need to do. Act mature. Act like men. Act like women. Of God. Leave the room different. Pray. Confess, praise God, surrender. I'm gonna pray and then we're gonna sing at the top of our lungs. God. Father, we are free. Through your son Jesus only. We cannot make it on our own. We cannot do it on our own. We need you now more than ever. And we'll say the same thing tomorrow. God, give us boldness and courage to be honest. Because God, a life in which we are fully known is is free. Let us run into the freedom You have for us, God. Sprint into the light. God, we are free through your Son, Jesus only. Holy Spirit, move through this room. Let us not leave this room the same. We are free. Transform us, God. Sin is at your feet. Let us leave it there. Amen. Thanks again for checking out this podcast. We hope this teaching helped you to discover completeness in Jesus and encourages you to help others do the same. For more resources or to learn about Christ Church in general, visit us online at cco.church.